Yep, yep. You're listening to the worst podcast of all time, the Quality Nonsense Podcast. I'm Dave, the stepdad, not the dad who stepped up. And I'm here over to my side, Beast Mike. What up, baby? Hey, what's happening, everyone? Hopefully everybody's settled in and enjoying themselves. But we got some breaking news that broke the internet and every other platform that you catch your news or get updates and watch things go down. Damian Lillard getting traded to the Milwaukee Bucks and not the Miami Heat has got a whole lot of people in Miami upset, including Jimmy Butler. Has got a whole lot of people excited in Miami. I'm sure, presumably Giannis. And it wasn't just him. It was a three-team deal that sent DeAndre Ayton to Portland with some future picks coming from the Bucks and a bunch of depth going to Phoenix, including Yosef Nurkic from the Blazers. That should provide some depth for a Suns team that can certainly use some bench scoring. Grayson Allen's also going to Phoenix. So the Suns got some depth to follow up with Bradley Beal and Kevin Durant, obviously, and Devin Booker. So this looks like a pretty good trade on all three fronts. And I'm sure, obviously, as the headline would suggest, we should get into Lillard with Milwaukee first. They feel like the favorites to me. They feel like the team that should come out of the East. They were the number one seed last year without Damian Lillard and somehow got gentlemen swept because Jimmy Butler showed up in the playoffs like he normally does. And Mike Budenholzer got horribly, mis- badly outcoached by Eric Spolstra. And now you're telling me Giannis, who basically carries the city on his back, now has Damian Lillard, who can carry the fourth quarters like he normally does, because Lillard's one of the most clutch players in the game. And Chris Middleton has a third, and Brooke Lopez is an excellent defensive player in the middle. Milwaukee's nasty. They'll fix the Drew Holiday situation. This is something I didn't mention before. Holiday got traded to the Blazers in this deal, but there's no way he's a Blazer when the season starts. I have to think they're going to trade him in a separate deal, but that's a different part of this. But focusing just on Milwaukee, they feel like the favorites to me in the East. Yo, you actually beat me uh, before I had a chance to ask you that question. My question, but no, no, actually, no, you didn't. So my question is, so this is what I ask everybody, and I'm going to ask you this. Assuming we have the same top four teams, just maybe in different orders, mm-hmm. what are your top four teams in the East um, in order? Okay. As I just mentioned, Milwaukee's won, and they were the one seed last year without without Damian Lillard, and basically on the back of Giannis and Brooke Lopez and Drew Holiday. But now you're telling me the big three from Milwaukee is Giannis, Brooke Lopez, Giannis, Dame, Brooke Lopez, and then Chris Middleton as a fourth. I'm I'm taking Milwaukee as the one seed. Boston feels like the two seed. Yes, the the coaching has not been great when it's needed the most against Eric Spolstra. But the Celtics uh, feel like the two seed with Tatum and Brown, who say shockingly they didn't trade. And now Christoph Porzingis, although Marcus Smart losing him is going to hurt to some degree, though Derek White has filled in admirably as, as the point guard for Boston over the last few of last year and a half. I don't think Boston really does need to make another move for a point guard. I mean, like this, the word has been like maybe Drew Holiday goes to Boston. They don't necessarily need to do that to me for me. 
I think uh, Derek White is perfectly fine as the the point, and then Chris Kristaps can run the four with uh, Robert Robert Williams as the center. So you have your you have your stretch four in Porzingis, and you have your defensive big in Williams. I think you, you can make that work. I think that can work out perfectly fine to me. So give me the Celtics as, as the two. Give me Miami as the three, and I'm giving them respect because of how they've made moves to get to the NBA Finals two out of the last three years. Yes, they lost some depth. I believe it was uh, I believe it was uh, Caleb Martin who's gone now, but the Heat find a way to make it happen. They find and they made their run without Tyler Hero for the most part. That's something that kind of gets lost in the sauce here. That Tyler Hero was out in Game One of the Milwaukee series. And they still made the finals without him. So to me, you're you're getting Hero back, who's an excellent six man to go with Butler, and obviously Bam Adebayo, one of the best defensive bigs in the game. I'm gonna take the Heat as the three, and then four would be the Sixers. What do you do with James Harden? I think you're kind of stuck with him, quite honestly. I don't think anyone's gonna trade for him at this moment in time. I think it's disgruntled as he is, and he probably did get a raw deal from Daryl Morey. Said he was gonna give him the extension, like you say, like wait a year, I'll, I'll take care of you with the extension on a contract. Never came, and he he did get done dirty by by Daryl Morey, but you're kind of stuck with him for a year, and for a year I think he got to make it work, and I think there's some improvement that needs to be made for Tyrese Maxey, but I think Maxey can take a step forward. And Sixer wise, you just have to ride this year out with what you have. With Embiid, Harden, Maxi, Tobias Harris. Because after this year, Harris's deal is up, Harden's deal is up. And now you got a whole lot of money to play with for next offseason to build around Embiid and Maxi. And obviously you're, you're taking care of Maxi, but you, you got a whole lot of money to, to take care of Embiid and Maxi and provide some more depth after this season. But for this year, you just got to ride it out. And they feel like the four seed to me in the East. Damn. That's a that's a that's a really solid breakdown. Really solid breakdown. And as of today, because we know things things going to change. You know, well things can change at any time. You know, that's not a that's not a bad look. Um, and don't. All right. So you said what uh, G said. Yeah, I think I think G had it as. Milwaukee. He was definitely in Milwaukee one, Boston two, and I think he had Sixers three, Miami four. Okay. And boy, he had Boston, Milwaukee, and I think he said, I think it was Miami three, Sixers four, or Miami three, uh, uh, or vice versa. But I know I, I had Boston one simply because I. I Milwaukee was number one, you know, last season. Um, but that season started out so ass to me, man. Like every, come on, bro. Uh, respectfully, the Sixers lost to the Spurs. Yeah, yeah, no, y'all had no business losing to us, hundred percent. Like, like the Spurs picked the one year to finally tank, and it worked. But yeah, y'all had no business losting to us. That's hundred percent true. I'm not even gonna like, cap. No, that's hundred percent true. Like the whole season was all ranky dink at one point, man. Like, cause at one point, uh, who was the only consistent team? Was it Milwaukee? Or was it Boston? Boston. 
It yeah, felt like Milwaukee. Yeah. Like M- yeah. Milwaukee crushed everyone in front of them in the in the. Well, Denver was consistently under the radar yeah. in the West. Yeah. yeah. But in the East, it was pretty much always Milwaukee. Right. Um. So assuming the season is not going to be so weird, assuming that I'm still going with Boston. As gosh, they just so yeah. Look, they gave up, but they don't. They gave up Marcus Smart, and so that means they lost athleticism. Um, him, excellent he, defense. Yeah, I was about to say that he's a dog on defense, you know, um, and youth, but he got a consistent shooter, which is Pringles. That's why I call him. Um, and. Marcus Mark could have put the Sixers away by himself. But he missed some key shots. As he made like one or two clutch shots, but he missed some key shots. Right, and, game four. Right, right, game four you're talking about, right? Right, yeah. Yes. And I personally feel that they was like, you know what, I fuck with you, but like you showed that you not him when we need you to be. And that consistent shooting that Pringles have, that Marcus Mark does not have, is what's, is what's going to change it. It's what's going to change the Celtics for offense. Like, like defense, again, defense Marcus Smart, he's that guy. And, and I, I personally feel as though when, 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 all, when all of the distraction is on Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Pringus is right there. It's like it's going to be it's, it's going to be easy for him. Less pressure for him. So so the game is going to come to him a lot better. And I really believe staying healthy, he can really be efficient as fuck on Boston. He don't. He's not required to do much. Yeah, he only, Porzingis only has to be the fourth score. That's the third score. Yeah, I, I get exactly. it. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And with J- and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown being the dogs that they are, man, he'll he'll be open. He would definitely, even though he should not be, he should not be open, but he will be open, and his job should be his job should be smooth. So, with that right there, I'm I'm still I'm I'm, I'm giving I'm giving Boston their flowers. I mean, like, ain't no disrespect to Milwaukee, as you said, as you said, Milwaukee was number one without Dane, and now they have a stupid shooter, bro. Um, um, but you know I'm. And Boston is lacking a pure point guard. But with that being said, that. yeah. And, and with that being said, I and and Milwaukee have Drew Holiday, pure point guard. Now he got Dane, which is a pure point guard and a shooter. So, and yeah, but one thing Milwaukee is giving up is defense. Because Drew Holiday was a pure Certainly. point guard offense and defensively. So it depends on how they fit. But with that being said, because Bringas does not require to do anything but shoot. And I think that that means Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, the, 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 not saying the load is heavier on them, but the, there are more eyes is on them now that, because you have to get Marcus Mark in, in the play. But because you don't have to worry about that as much, Jason Taylor, Jalen Brown can take over just a little bit more if they want to. And if they whenever they get put in the pitch, Frank is right there for the three. So I'm actually I honestly believe Boston got a little better 
If not, they didn't. They didn't lose a step. They're a little so, bit more well rounded because, like you said, they don't really have a true starting point guard. I consider Derek White a combo guard. Like he, he's more. Yeah. He can because in San Antonio he played a lot. He was a combo guard. He played. He can bring the ball up like a point, but he's generally a two guard that is in kind of in a point guard's body to me. Right. So yeah, right. Derek White probably brings the ball up. He probably will start as the point guard unless Boston makes another move. But yeah, like he's not a traditional point guard. Like you're thinking like a high tier facilitator. Absolutely. Like like, like right. that. That's not necessarily Derek White's game. He mm-hmm. certainly improved since he got to Boston in terms of his passing and can still provide some good defense. He's not on the elite level of Marcus Smart defensively, but he's still a solid defender. So I get I get why you would say Boston number one, because they do feel a little bit more well-rounded because now you have a stretch four that can take a whole lot of attention off of Tatum and Brown. And he's 7-3, so like no one's no one's coming for that, for that shot that uh, that Porzingis can bring. So he, he not- can drop an easy 18. And nobody would bat an eye about it. Not only is a stress four, if if they want to play it that way, bro, you can make him. You can you can make him a stress five for a couple of plays. He's not the defensive player that he probably needs to be at seven three, but he can at the very least. He does get block shots. He does block shots. So, I'm, I'm saying I said for a few plays, not right, the starting right, center, but. Like, 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 depending on the lineup, if you want to just have a straight shooting lineup, you can have him as a stretch five for a few plays. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, like if you if you need some if you need some pure shooting, mm-hmm. yeah, that's where yes, you can you can certainly do that. You can certainly have Porzingis as your big and like your full like full on offensive lineup. Yeah, Porzingis can absolutely play that role. So. Boston won, uh, Milwaukee number two, simply because, look, for exact reasons that you said, you know what I mean? They they go, they go was number one without Dame. Now they got Dame. And, you know, but with that being said, you know, um, I'm still looking at chemistry. I feel, I feel as though with Dame and Giannis' personality, those niggas can work. I feel like they can work together, bro. And I feel like the Eagles is not there. I feel like Giannis knows his role. Like, nigga, I'm him. I'm MVP. But I also know this nigga is one of the, if not the best, the best clutch uh, uh, scorer in the game. You know I mean, well, I think he's the best. I think he's the best closer. He might be the best closer in the game oh, right closer, now. I'm about to say. Yeah, yeah. The last few years. But I, I, I think that started with PG. I think that's when it started. Yeah, when, when, when he came. Yeah, when he came at PG. Yeah, yeah when he came at when he came at PG and hit the hit the three in his eye. That that nigga shot that shit from our from our couch, <laughs> from our couch and called it. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, yeah. So, um, but with that being said, you know, it's 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 the defense. But you got Chris Middleton. But I don't know. I I don't I don't think Milwaukee's done. Remember, I'm only speaking about today. Yeah, you know I mean, so. Um, assuming Milwaukee would do a little more upgrading, you know, I'm still I'm still going to rock out with Boston as number one, Milwaukee number two, and what I said I said Sixers number three, and Miami four. But I'm actually switching that around. And the reason why I said that is because, well, honestly, as I'm thinking as I'm thinking about it right now, 
All right, hold on. Let me not do too much. So I originally said Sixers three and Miami four, and then I say, you know, I'm gonna switch it and have Miami three and Sixers four, right? But with the inconsistency of the Heat, because you'll they'll be elite, and then they'll have to fight their way into the play-in. You got Jimmy Butler, and then you got Jimmy Buckets. I mean, so we don't know what we're gonna get, and I feel the same way with all the Sixers. Uh, drama right now. We don't know if these motherfuckers are going to be three, four, or eighth. The way, just because of the draw, I don't think, well, they're not going to be eighth, man. I'm, I, don't, I ain't going to go that far, but I believe they can be five or six. Five or six seed. Six, six feels like they're four. But I'm um, just, just thinking about the East. The next two teams, after those four, feel like the Knicks and Cavs. They, they feel like, like the Knicks, who are all but running it back with a similar roster. Jalen Brunson, another year up there in New York, and how well he played last year. I feel like the Knicks, I don't love Julius Randle and RJ Barrett. And the, they, they too, they're feast or famine to me, both of them. But the way Jalen Brunson played last year, I do take the Knicks somewhat seriously. And then there's Cleveland, who, though Donovan Mitchell was on a milk carton in the playoffs last year, Mitchell's still really good, and they have two excellent bigs in terms of defense. Uh, on and an overall pretty solid roster for Cle- for the Cavs, but they feel like the next two teams. But I don't think they are like neither of those teams should be able to win a title. If everything went right for any of the teams, pre- like the one through four tier, yeah, any of those four can win a title. I don't think the Cavs or the Knicks or anybody below those two teams can win win the chip in the East. See, again, that's what G see. Listen, I'm gonna say what G said. G said he would think he was surprised. I ain't, I ain't say the the Knicks. Um, what I said because um, out of the top four teams, I said I wouldn't be surprised if Toronto takes that spot as the fourth four seed. And he he was like, I'm surprised you wouldn't say the Knicks. And I, bro, I'm gonna say, I'm listen. I told you this before, and I'm gonna continue to say. I said this in the playoffs. The Knicks are like the Cowboys to me. Everyone gets hyped. They do a little good. They make a little noise, a little razzle-dazzle. You know what I'm saying? And then as soon as the playoffs come, they sit the bed. I'm not doing that. And I'm going to continue to keep that same energy until they prove me wrong. I don't not care. A them against the not a soul picked them against Miami. They had home court advantage and nobody picked them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and that's and that's just what it is with me. Until Dallas and until the Knicks prove me wrong, they don't have to prove me wrong. I ain't nobody, but I'm not gonna be. I'm not. I'm not gonna be a believer. I'm gonna. I'm gonna continue to say it's gonna be the same old song and dance every year, every year. So and yes, yes, the Knicks. Yes, the Knicks has gotten better, but nigga, it was the same type time when they got when they got T Mac. Oh, T Mac, we gonna see a whole T Mac? No, you have spurts of old T Mac. You had little bursts of old T Mac. You ain't have prime T Mac. Oh, we got we got mellow, Mari. This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. We gonna we gonna read. We we, we, we when I check. We gonna we go two three times. All that shit, bro. It's just nah. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not here for it, bro. Your, your Toronto point is interesting. I want to like the Raptors. I, I want to think that I know. I know they lost 
then bleep the Houston. But like I like Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam, and like like Toronto has a respectable amount of good players. It's just they don't have that one singular guy that can bring them over the top. I think that's where Toronto lacks. And I don't know if Toronto blows it up. I don't know if Toronto like they're kind of stuck in that mediocrity range with the Chicago's of the world, the Atlanta's of the world. The, like Trey Young is a good player, but they're kind of stuck in that kind of mediocre range, that seven, eight, nine, ten style team. And I just don't see a way forward for the Raptors to become like a true contender in the East. Well, the only reason why I said the Raptors on a, is on a personal note because the Raptors has always been someone that I never counted. I never um, – I always counted out because of the fucking Raptors. I always rooted for Kyle Lowry, but I always counted on niggas out. And But the one thing about the Raptors, especially um, even after the quad trade, them niggas scrappy, bro. Them niggas scrappy, and – I'm like, and like, like one point Toronto was up there. Like Toronto was what? So, I mean, and the Eastern city committee, to be honest with you, bro. I mean, like, even, like, even, even the Knicks, I choose it. Like the Knicks, I ain't going to lie. All right. They are the most promising, um, team on the uprise. Okay. You know, um, I, I believe that, but the, I mean, I mean, I don't know, because you, you got the Cavs as well. But, you know, after what happened with, when the playoffs with Donovan Mitchell, bro, it's like, come on, bro. We we, we bought you here to to make moves. And now we're really time to make moves. You was nowhere to be found. You could have been in Utah for all that. So I'm automatically counting them out. But the Knicks, not going to lie to you, they are they are fun. Like, like when they're winning, it makes basketball better. And you look at these, these young guns, and they don't look like on paper that – they are a threat, but when you play them niggas, they play hard. You dig what I'm saying? So I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe, maybe the Knicks. Might, yeah, maybe you're right. Well, Knicks number five. I don't know. Either way, either way, you see it, bro. Boston, Milwaukee. That's the only, that's that's the only motherfucking way I'm going right now, bro. I'm sorry. The Heat and the Sixers are suspect, bro. They are fucking suspect to me. Again, you don't know which 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 Heat you're going to get. Are we gonna get the Jimmy Butler where he just cruising into the playoffs where it really don't matter? Or are we gonna get Jimmy Butler though? Like do we gonna get Jimmy Buckets? Is MB gonna is MB gonna play at all? Like like literally, like or we're gonna have a whole bunch of back and the same song, second verse, but when it comes to the Sixers and their health and Embiid's health and like is Maxi gonna take a step forward and like is Harding gonna be content and is Tobias Harris like what's what's up with Tobias Harris? Like yeah, the Sixers, even with new coaching, with with uh, with Nick Nurse, and Nurse obviously is a good coach, and he's a former champion. With uh, obviously in Toronto, ironically, yeah, I I get it. I get the uh, trepidation when it comes to believing in the Sixers. Like, I think like last year, I think broke a lot of people. I think I think that that game six and seven oh, man, with, with Boston, I think broke a lot of people around here when it came to the Embiid era. I, I think a lot of people tapped out after what what Jason Tatum did, and and how Harden and Embiid didn't show up when needed the most. You, you could have put out Boston, a team that's been a bugaboo for the Sixers. Like they've they've owned the Sixers over the last few years, We're putting them out in like three different series, and 
for that to happen against that team, I think that broke a lot of people. I think that that you heard the rumors like we like two weeks straight around here. It was trade and B, trade and B. Like we, we got like and B gotta go and, and like flip like flip him for like like do anything to, to get Wimbanyana or whatever. Like 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 just like trade and B like and start over or something. Like like just burn the process in the ground or like like things like we heard that for a week or so after what happened with Boston. But obviously nothing happened. And I guess the question is, what do you do? Like, is, yeah. is this the last shot? Um, I'll give Embiid two more years tops. Two more seasons okay. top. And and then we're going to see what, where, where he's headed. I mean, what, what happened? Like, not where he's headed, but where the Sixers is headed, where, the, where Embiid is headed. Because right. I, I, I think when it comes to Embiid, that Atlanta series fucked him up. Not winning MVP fucked him up, and then now this this past season fucked him up. Finally <laughs> got MVP, and it's like, okay, is that all there is? That I think we need to know is that all there is yeah. for Joel Embiid. And I don't know, like. I believe he is tough, but is he mentally tough? Mm. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm looking at it a little differently. I'm looking at it like he cares for the game. I believe he really does care. Well, I remember his, his not his rookie year, but the year that he played, what, he played like 12 games. I'm exaggerating. Yeah. Um, he, he, he did play like, like that, yeah. Yeah, like 20-something games he played, right? So um, he messed up, right? Um, like he, he he didn't have a good possession and this and that, so he put him out on, on, on the bench and you see the camera go to MB, right? And he's hitting himself. Like, fuck. I was like, that's when I fell in love with MB, man. I fell in love with him then when I okay, this nigga cares. Cause he know he had a bad he know he had a bad possession. Or you right. know, he, he could have done this and could have done that better. And I he's like hitting himself in his head, like, damn man, I can't believe I did that. I'm like, he cares. He cares. So I'm saying all that to say that, you know, years went past. He got a little high profile and this and that. I still do believe that he cares, but it's just the consistency of it. Like, I don't want to give up MB and that it'll be that we all know. I'm like, wow. Like, this nigga's a fucking Megazord, bro. Like, <laughs> like which MB are we going to get? Are we going to get that Megazord MB or are we going to get regular Power Rangers MB? Like they can use cool and all, but you know I mean, like I, I just, I just don't know, and that's where that, and that's where that's where it all goes. That's where that's where all goes. It all, it, I mean, that's where it all starts. It all starts with MB. Yes. What are you, what are you going to do, bro? How do you feel, nigga? Like, regardless of how you feel about it, you're you're still a leader. So, I don't know, man. Everything is up in the fucking air with. With the Sixers, with this drama shit, you know what I mean? I can see MB right now playing half the games if, uh, this season with or without James Harden, you know what I mean? And that's just what it is. I, I can see us booing the shit out of him, but then we cheering the shit out of him as well when it, cause it was like, yeah, this that MB. So to simplify all this shit, man, I think it's just going to be it's going to be the Tyrese and Tobias show and anybody else who shows up. 
Now, Tobias is an interesting deal for me. We, uh, everybody loves Maxie around here. Like, like Maxie's like, like, like the like, like a son to a whole lot of people in this in this area. Like, like he's like the like the guy that everybody's like. Yeah, like he's like the cat that's like no, nah, like like even when all this stuff the drama happened with Dame. And like all the stuff that happened, like oh, let's throw Ma- let's put Maxi in the deal to see if we can and see if we can make it happen. Like how many times was y'all like, no, no, we're not trading Maxi, yeah. we're not trading Maxi. Yeah. Like, like Ma- Maxi's off the table, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I like, I see that, and I I think Maxi's got another gear that he can hit. Like there's there's another level that Maxi can get to. Like if he if he won a most improved player this year, it wouldn't shock me. He's that kind of good. Can he get to that level, though? I think he has to. I think he has to become the Sixers' second-best player for them to really take that next step forward. I think he will. He has to, but I think he will. I think depending on how the organization or whoever that's in his camp is talking to him, you they're, they're, telling, him, they're telling him one or two things. You 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 have you you gotta you you know you gotta tap into him, bro. You gotta shift to the other gear. You gotta be that. You gotta elevate your game to the next level. And the next level is you being that is being the, the second best player on the team. Or they're telling him exactly that, but they're saying you gotta be that number one team. You gotta let them know it's your team. You know you've been the only consistent one uh, over the last few years with, with, with the Ben Simmons drama, James Harden drama, now the MB drama. You've been the most consistent one. Tobias Harris, we don't know which Tobias Harris we're going to get. You have been the most consistent one. So, Maxie was going to turn up. I see he put on some weight, too. So, that's yeah. cool, you know. Put on I some like weight. That. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not really hearing no noise for the Sixers season, bro. I'm not hearing nobody talk about that shit. That might actually be the best thing for them. Let them fly yeah. under the radar and let all the attention go to, my, especially Milwaukee, to a lesser extent, Boston. No one's talking about the Heat either, but like the Heat made the finals, so they're going to get their love. Like The Sixers getting like a lack of attention aside from Joel Embiid and the MVP and obviously the Harden drama is probably for the best. I, uh, I think they're, they're better off being like, okay, let's surprise some people. And see if they can make a run and make some noise in the East. I think that's a good thing for them. Yeah, even though Hard is being petty though. Yeah, did you, did you see um him him with, with, with the uh, him had a party and he had the signs up saying Del Murray is a liar. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then and then the and then the the, the summit in China, which I I, I love oh, yeah. I love the pettiness of that's all time petty move by Harden. To fly out to China just to run a kit, knowing full well the Mori drama that he had in Houston when it came to the Chinese speaking out against China and how the and human rights abuses, like it it was wild. Like that that was a wild thing to do for him for uh, for Harden. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I, I get the petty. I, I can I see the pettiness and Harden. His reception when they, when he does decide to play is going to be wild. When uh, like the Sixers home opener is going to be a that's going to be a scene. Home opener? You think he's going to be in the Sixers home if he, opener? If, if he if he, if he play, well, they're not. I don't think they're going to be able to trade him. 
And as far as I can tell, I would think he'll still play. But yeah, like, it, it, and I think that's even worse if he doesn't. It's even worse if he doesn't, because now it's like, okay, you complain your way out of Houston, and then you complain your way out of Brooklyn, and now you're complaining. Your, now it looks like you're complaining your way out of out of here. Out of yeah, giving me CM Punk vibes. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's that's not a good. That's not a good look for Harden. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah, I get. I got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that, that's the vibes I'm getting right now. Um, and he, let's just say, let's just say he was, he was, he was right about all three. Let's just say, let's throw that out there. It still doesn't look right right now. It's like, damn, bro. You were like, or, or let's just say he's right about, no, let's just say he's right about this particular one. Like you said, Houston, Brooklyn, now it's Philly. Like, bro, maybe it's you. Maybe, but, possible. but if, 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 if Darryl Morey did do him North, that I'm not mad at James Harden for calling him out. I mean, shit, man, because, uh, yeah, they're players. They make millions of dollars. We get that. But as you gotta far as like, you, you got to do business, you got to do right by the people you do business with. Right. And 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 they, regardless how much money they make, they still they still treat these players like they're still not shit. Like, you still work for me, basically. You know what I mean? And, 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 and you know, is he, he's sticking up for himself. Like, if they're more, we did do him north. Hey, yo, man, I'm not mad at him for sticking up for himself. And then maybe maybe he started some shit that other people may want to speak on. Like, yo, I'm not sweeping this shit under the rug. I'm going to call your ass out. And maybe they might not be as fucked up. I mean, they're going to, they're going to continue to be who they are. But at least, at least he's raising awareness to what's going on. Because we all know Derek Moore is not the first motherfucker who does some shit like that. Right. James Harden just called him out on it. I think the, I think the simple way to like they they gotta like sit them in a room and be like, all right, let's work this out. Let, let's let's hash this out and figure out whether okay, can we resolve the situation without having to trade Harden, or do we have to go? Do we have to move move Harden elsewhere? Type of move. I think that's the. I think that's what needs to happen next is can. Tim Harden and Maury, and this is independent of Josh Harris, uh, uh, unless they have to get Harris involved to move him. Can they sit them down in the room and can they figure this out respectfully? I think that's the, I think that's the next move that has to happen. I think they tried. I think they tried. I really do. I think that's why I think I, I think they tried because when, when James Harden when, when James Harden was in Houston, they asked them. Yo, you, is this your last time playing basketball with the Sixers? He said possibly. We said yeah, something along those. Or you know, no, 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 no. They said they said is it too late to fix it? Yeah, and he said he said something like I think he said like I I think so, something like that. It was like that's the only reason why I say that I believe they tried because before that shit got public, I mean I don't think James Harden was a t- or anybody that does business would be like. That's like uh, you found they got fucked over and they instantly go to social media. I think because, you know, you got your PR, you got your agents right. and all right. the people and all that. So I think it, I think he really got to the point where, nah, bro, I'm not getting fucked over and I'm calling you out. Because we because we all everyone knows it doesn't look good on either on, on, on either party, especially if you want to leave and you want to leave on some respectful shit. Making that public is not going to work. And James Harden been in the league way too long. 
for him to know what's up. Like, he's been here with Brooklyn. He's been here with Houston. So he knows how to go about things. And this is the first time that he called an organization out as as wild as he's doing it. Like, he's really making it known. Like, I don't want to be here. And he's and he specifically saying it's Daryl Morey. That's going to be the next, yeah, that's going to be a question. Like, now, I guess the other part to this would be if Maury has to go, how does that change Harden's thought process? I think, does that allow, say, all right, you know what? All right, Maury's gone. I feel, I feel much better about the situation and I can have, I can, I can play here, like, and be denied. We, we can, we can try to make this work. I do wonder if that's the case. So that, that's something that also, I would also be interested in seeing. Yeah, I heard, uh, you know, from Embiid and James Harden. I don't know how true it is, but that that really impacted, you know, their decision of wanting to be here. If Doc Rivers was gone. Yeah, yeah. Man, but I don't think Darren Moore is going to go anywhere. He, he just got here, bro. He just got here. I don't think they're going to go like two years, right? Like two yeah, years. yeah. I don't, I don't. Nah, he got here. James, look, Darren Moore. We got here. James Harden pulled up right afterwards. Pretty much. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna let him go. If they are, it ain't gonna be anytime soon. But they, they will just, they will just let GMs go like that. They may let coaches go, but they don't let GMs go just that easy. Unless it's something really drastic, like like something right. like, I, I, like your roster cap size, like like if. The Sixers somehow bottomed out. Then yeah, Maury's like then you you gotta you gotta clean things up ASAP, and Maury would be the first to go. Yeah, something I like mean, that would have to happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And or maybe if they really get into this investigation and it's really that bad, where all right, bro, right. you got yeah, you yeah, know, at which, at which point then Maury would be immediately fired, and then that's and that's it. That's the end of that. So I think maybe behind closed doors. Worst case scenario is, I won't say worst case, but you know they'll 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 investigate Harden's situation and they find out Derek Moody was on some nut shit, and then you know what we're gonna let this shit blow over. But you're on the hot seat, though, low key. You know when it comes to politics, they don't they don't, they don't release everything, right? So uh, so yeah, so I gotta ask you, man, what step does Dane take? This upcoming season, does he is, is he is he the same Dame that we know, or is Dame taking another step? I think Dame now knowing that Giannis is will become the best teammate he's ever had. I think will it'll be a mix of he'll be who he's always been as the dominant 28, 29, 30 point scorer a night. He'll give you the occasional fifty. He'll give you the occasional sixty piece. Giannis will, will give you the occasional 34 like – he'll give you the 40-piece occasionally and be the, the the best player in the game type of Giannis. Everybody else kind of gets in where they fit in. And, like, if you need a big bucket in Milwaukee, it's probably going to be Dame with a mix of Middleton, who is, was their closer before this. And Middleton probably becomes their, like, their secondary option. When it comes to, like, you need a big bucket, get it to Middleton and let Giannis, like – clean up if you have to clean up the boards type of time. <laughs> so I think we'll get a, a lot of the same name, but I think it'll be like the pressure isn't just on him. 
Like, like, like the, the load isn't just on him to have to carry. Where now Giannis can carry some nights. And there'll be some nights where Brooke Lopez will give you like 20 and 15 with, with like four blocks because he, he, was, he was on that type of time last year. He was excellent last year, Brooke Lopez was. So the pressure's off of Dame to some degree in terms of like in-game mode. But when it comes to actually trying to win a chip when it's playoff time, but yeah, the pro- yeah, the, that's when the pressure keeps back on Dame, and then that's where Dame has the ball. I think he can. I think Dame can absolutely do that. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm liking that. Um, this is big for the NBA. Um, two, we'll check back into the NBA uh, at the start of the season. Well, right before the season starts for our predictions. Or another uh, something something big happened, and we'll be right back here for that. Mm-hmm. So uh, follow me, be the stepdad. Excuse me, all social media platforms. Follow us. They got Mike, where can they follow you? Follow here, me here on X at Beast Mike, Beast Mike two one five on Threads and on IG. Yep, and um, until next time. Willie the champagne cold for you, baby. <laughs> this space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today.